0: Coming up on episode 47 of The Unscrewed Mind, Rusty and I are talking about letting go of your goals. We discuss uh, David Hawkins' book, Letting Go. We give you five steps for letting go. And then we also lightly touch on Rusty's addiction to car washes. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
1: You know, we've had... This is episode number 47, and we've had several episodes speaking about letting go. And I'm going to say that my interpretation of letting go has changed dramatically from the first episode to this episode today. Okay. And what about you, Matt?
0: Um, I, I don't think I've ever truly understood it. And the oh, more yeah, I well, read about it. The, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a really deep subject, but I feel like it's not really easy to understand either. And then there's a lot of uh, intricacies and there's a lot of takes on it. So mm. um, I think it's easy to get lost. And, and one thing that I find hard to balance is like, how do you like I want it, but wanting it pushes it further away. So letting go of wanting it while also hanging on to the feeling of having it makes it come faster. You know, like there's just it's yeah. it doesn't make any sense when you say it out loud and and if you're if you think about it too long, like it just your brain goes in a bunch of circles. So I'm I'm interested yeah. I'm interested in what your take is on it now and if if your thoughts are clearer than they were initially.
1: Yeah, and I think that, you know, it is open for interpretation to so many people and the what you feel about it and what i feel about it is not necessarily going to be exactly the same but it feels like it's something that's moved me forward in my thought process about it and so it's helped me so i like to talk about it and i like to hear you know things that have uh, been roadblocks for you and things that you've done to help you as well but i was thinking the other day you know there's you've got your goals written down and a lot of people are in that step of writing down their goals or, and they're about to be really focused on it because we're moving into the new years and people are going to be doing a lot of uh, goal setting and thinking about the next year ahead, thinking about uh, five years ahead, et cetera. And, you know, the five-year goals, I feel like are easier to let go of than the this year's goals. Uh, the 2022 goals, because if it's five years and you want to buy a house or do this or do that, go on a trip, you don't think that that trip is coming anytime soon. So it's kind of like out of your mind, you know, you're going to do it, just move on. And then you've got the goal that is that you want to buy a new car next month. And that one's just eating you alive. Right. You know? So I, I, you know, you got to look at your goals that you've got and think about them, of course, and lock them into your subconscious mind. So don't get that confused with constantly clogging your conscious mind with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where a lot of people get confused is they think that the repetitive nature is to get them feeling like it. You know, feeling like it, which is true on one aspect, but you're really trying to feel it, feel like it from your subconscious mind. So, the way the, you know, when you move to a new home or you get a new car, there's an overwhelming feeling immediately, whether it's good or bad or scared or, you know, whatever that feeling is. But then it changes to you feel very similar to how you felt. Prior to getting that thing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So the feeling is so, so small. um, You know what I mean? There's like such a slight adjustment in the way that you truly feel versus Mm -hmm. what you think that you may feel like. So the feeling is the secret is so important, but don't get lost in. I'm trying to feel like this as much as you are just programming yourself. You're reprogramming yourself and then you're letting go of it because you have reprogrammed yourself. Mm -hmm. So getting, uh, you know, when you're first starting out, reading those goals every day and focusing on them and all that kind of stuff is a great exercise for so many people because so many people are constantly inundated with stuff that has nothing to do with their goal and it's you know could be negative or it could be something that's just pushing them away from their goal so dialing that in is super important but to me look at your five-year goals look at your 10-year goals and start focusing on your current goal as one of those goals as well once you have it set Uh, i think that that's something for. That's easier for me, at least.
0: Do you have five-year goals? Oh, yeah. Like, personally, sure. really?
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, could I... So, here's the thing. When I say five-year goal, I just think of goals that are out in the distance. Mm-hmm. You know? And those those goals can drop at any time, right? You don't yeah. know when a goal is going to drop. So... For me, I have goals that I have that think, that I think will happen within the next five years. So is that, you know, I don't know if that's, you know, that's not exactly the same thing. You're right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's was interesting. That,
1: what are you? What about you?
0: I don't have any. Like, I don't, hey, I'm not thinking that far goals. into the future. I do, but they're, I think all, all of mine are short term. Because I
1: I want oh, to really? realize them faster, but yeah, so maybe maybe that's something that you should do too. Is is get some. So you know, Bob Proctor, uh, you know, always says if the goal's not big enough to scare you, then the goal's not big enough, right? Right. So that's what I consider my five year goals. So the goals that are so big that they're unreal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You mm-hmm. know, and yep. I think that you know what a lot of my goals are without me coming out and just explicitly telling you what every goal I have is. I think that you know a lot of what I want to do um and the things that I want to want to you know do together with you as well. And I I just think that when a goal hits that you don't expect to be coming yet it's mm-hmm. because you've let go of it, right? You know, and mm-hmm. you kind of, cause I was, I was truly focused on moving to a new house in 2020 and you know, the goal didn't happen. And, but I really wasn't working towards the goal either as in I wasn't looking at houses. I wasn't going to see the houses, I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? There was a lot of Mm -hmm. things that I was doing, but I wasn't physically doing anything to get to the house. So it's pretty funny because me and Matt both have a tendency to not want to make a massive change just out of nowhere without being nudged all along. Mm -hmm. And I definitely got that nudge that I needed right when I needed it and it was just like nothing to it. But I mean it was a ton of work from physical side, but mentally it was like just kind of a sailing down the road, I guess you could say.
0: Yep. When when you told me that you wanted to do this episode and you were like, you know, we've done two episodes on goals. Now let's talk about how you need to let go of achieving those goals actually be successful. Yep. So I, I own, it's a digital copy, but I own a copy of uh, David Hawkins, Letting Go. So I obviously dug into that book to do some reading about what he says about letting go. Because if you go on YouTube, all the videos that you find out there are tied to his book and what he talks about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wrote down some stuff in preparation for this. And one thing that kept coming back to me is like when you set a goal and you start working towards it, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of feelings that, that are going to happen, right? It's, it's going to be, you know, fear of never achieving your goal, obviously a desire for achieving the goal and, and reaching that goal as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. And uh, David Hawkins actually has a chapter on desire and that's basically the first thing that you need to let go of. And what he says is, when we are at the effect of desire, we are no longer free. We are controlled by it, run by it, enslaved by it, and led about by the nose by it. And, you know, there's this myth out there that the only way that you're going to get what you want is by desiring it. But when you actively desire something, you're... Uh, Basically, focusing on the fact that you don't have it. And that feeling of not having it is what creates these roadblocks or these obstacles that prevent it from coming to you. And Mm -hmm. and what you have to do is you have to change how you believe that the universe works because not everything takes hard work, not everything takes dedication, um, sacrifice. Some things can just come to you because you have decided that it's something that you want.
1: Yeah. And and right there, when you say that, hold on, mm -hmm. how many people will tell you that what you just said, I I bet I could find 20 people that would sit there and say that you're completely wrong about what you just said there about Mm -hmm. hard work has to be done. And you have to make a sacrifice in order to get something else. That's like where people really, really get hung up is because, they can't let go of that thought process or that parent that's told them that or, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, somebody that's in a superior position to them has told them that. Anyway, sorry for interrupting.
0: Well, and um, David Hawkins also talks about before you start letting go of your desires to make them come faster, the first thing you need to let go of is all of these myths that have been programmed into you about mm-hmm. what it takes to get what you want. And I wrote those down, like, here's a couple, and you tell me if you've ever heard these. We only deserve things through hard work, struggle, sacrifice, and effort, right? Suffering is beneficial and good for us. We don't get anything for nothing. And things that are very simple aren't worth much. Mm
1: -hmm. And And it's the opposite of that.
0: It absolutely could be the opposite of that, if you can program yourself to believe it. And, you know, the hardest thing for you to do is, is to let go of these principles that have been pounded into your head over the course of, you know, 20, 30, 40 years of existence. So, you know, obviously I've done a lot of talking. Uh, One, the other thing too, is that, you know, you've got to be able to separate yourself uh, when you're letting go from your thoughts and realize that you're not those thoughts at all. You're the inner being kind of underneath the surface of those thoughts. Mm -hmm. and um get to the root of the feeling and then that feeling or that emotion is what obviously you have to deal with and allow to bubble up to the surface and let go of so thoughts on yeah thoughts on all of that what do you think
1: no I, i love that and uh you know i've i've read some of the things um you know just on like uh quotes and things from that um so i think that it's it's dead on and you know it's like the other thing is is letting go of letting go is also a thing because mm-hmm. you'll get trapped in worrying about that you're worrying about something for too long and yeah. it seems like a uh, crazy thing to say but man i i will say that something that's fundamentally changed for me is how much i worried about uh, physical items, um, previously and the things that I have, I'm grateful for and thankful for, but I really truly know that they mean nothing, Mm. you know, and it's, I mean, I love, I love to buy stupid stuff and, you know, it's exciting to go get something new. Um, but you know, it's only a very short moment and everything in our life is only for short moments that you're really getting that feeling, that intense feeling of things, except for when you're connected and when you're feeling whole yourself. And everything that is most important to everyone, when it really boils down to it, is free. You know, there's mm-hmm. nothing that you can buy that costs. Uh, what your family does, uh, you know, you can't, you can't buy a family. You can't buy relationships. Uh, you can't buy genuine relationships at least, but. There's just so many things that uh, I have let go of the thought process around that has really helped me move forward. And it's like, I'll see the things from the past or I'll talk to somebody from the past and they're showing me something thinking that they're talking to the old rusty and Mm -hmm. the new rusty doesn't even know how to respond in a lot of cases because it just doesn't matter anymore. I don't know how to say given a good example of it, but um, it's just not the same.
0: Oh, I get it. I get it. You're definitely not the same person that you used to be.
1: Oh, I've got a, uh, a a great story though. I was at the I was at the gas or uh, the car wash, and so there's it's, a guy there.
0: Another thing that you love is car washes. That should oh, be. I yeah, love car wash. Yes, that should be discussed. Rusty gets his car yes. washed professionally every day.
1: <laughs> but it, it's, buys, it's wor- not every day. Buys every
0: unlimited day. the unlimited package. Right. knows the guy that cleans the grill by hand that leads by name that leads him onto the little track <laughs> yeah. and yes. gets his truck so, washed religiously buys black no, vehicles. I know because the
1: manager, they, I'm friends with the manager
0: because they show oh. more dirt. You buy black vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. So you have an excuse to get it washed. Yeah. And you also like just well, no, getting in the car and the driving best. to the car wash. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, so I'm sitting there and this guy, he's getting out and he's got two kids with him. They're teenagers. And he's got a F two fifty Harley Davidson edition. It's like I can't even believe the truck would go through the car wash. I was my mind was blown because it's mm-hmm. the people cleaning it the the grill is taller than their head. You know, yeah. it, like it comes up to like here on me, right?
0: That's and so
1: car. it's got it's got thirty seven inch tires. Gorgeous truck, and uh. I was like, man, I was like, that's a good looking truck. And he was like, oh yeah, yeah. He was like, man, he's like, before this, I had uh, another car and they gave me more than what that car was worth. So I then bought this one. So, you know, because of all this crazy stuff that's going on with it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we're sitting there talking and uh, I tell him, I said, you know, Uh, I don't know how I got into the conversation with him about law of attraction, but I started talking to him about it and I said, you know, previously I would have been upset that you've got that truck and that I don't have that truck. Right. You know, I said, because I'm like, because I would think, why does this guy get to get the truck and I can't get this truck right now? Right. Stupid. Mm -hmm. How dumb is that? Right. Mm -hmm. Just in general, just as I don't even know this guy, no idea what he wants right like Competition. He, this yeah so anyway he goes Oh, he goes yeah he goes you know what he said it's so funny that you talked to me about this today because i was just thinking about that the other uh, the other night and i have a book called as a man thinketh do you know what that book that book mm-hmm. and i was like yeah i've read it and and i've read it several times and he was like Oh yeah. And then he just, I was like, man, you need to tell your kids about it and have them read it. And he was like, I was just trying to make them read that the other night and they won't, they won't do it. And it's just so funny. I said, do you know that I would have never talked to you before? I wouldn't have told you your truck was, you know, awesome. And we would never have the conversation that we did about the law of attraction. If it wasn't for the dramatic shift in the way that I perceive things. Hmm. And you know, it's it may not story. be as exciting a story to to everyone else, but uh, for me, it was it was a big deal.
0: Stuff like that is validation. You know, yeah. you felt a certain way, you expressed it, and your energy was matched immediately by someone else that's a complete stranger, and they're thinking about it too. You know, that's um, if anything else, it should reinforce the fact that what you're doing and the the thought pattern, the the route you're going down is is 100 the correct one.
1: Yeah. Well, That's it's good. just oh. to, to, it's just like the you got to think any kind of thought process that you have today, you got to think of where that thought process came from. So if you're sitting here thinking that your parents instilled this thought process in you, and that you have to, you act like this because mm-hmm. of that. You have to say, hold on, who installed that thought process in my parents? Because there's a lead up to everything. And then you got to think who benefits the most of a thought process like that. Is it the person individually or is it a grander scheme of individuals that you don't know? Or Mm -hmm. is it, you know you got to figure out where that thought is coming from. And then you have to extinguish it. If it is something that is holding you back and you have to figure out the things that are holding you back. You have to let go of the thought processes. You have to let go of the goals. You have to let go of the person that is holding you back. And that's, that can be another person or that can be you. If you Mm -hmm. want to be someone different, you can be, but if you don't really want to be someone different, you won't be. And it's like, that's like the simplest wording of something. And you think, well, no crap, right? Yeah. And honestly, you don't think about it that way when you're thinking about it. You know, when you're thinking about who Matt Williams is right now, you are not thinking about this is the person that I don't want to be, but I'm acting like this today. That's not Mm -hmm. your, 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 constant thought and you're not thinking about i want to be this person over here only and if you are then you're holding on to it too tightly
0: Mm. Hmm. let it go so do you want to you want would you like a five-step process
1: for letting go go? Mm -hmm. we need at least five
0: at least five Mm -hmm. i've only got five so this is this is what David Hawkins says about it. Letting go involves being aware of a feeling, okay? In, in mm-hmm. reference to goals, you know, the the word that I used was desire earlier. So, um, also, I think an, another feeling that you could get when thinking about your goals or why they haven't come yet or why you haven't achieved them yet would be fear, right? Fear of never achieving it. So, the first thing you need to do is allow that feeling to come up, Right? Let the feeling take hold. Second thing you need to do is stay with it. And So instead of pushing it down or you know, pulling out your phone and getting lost in social media or something like that, you know, going to TV, playing video games, stay with that feeling and ride with it and letting it run its course without wanting to make it different or to change anything about it. And so allow yourself to have the feeling without resisting, venting, Fearing, condemning, or moralizing, no judgment. It's just a feeling. And when you do that, eventually you surrender. And when you surrender, you have no strong emotion about a thing. It's okay if it does, and it's okay if it doesn't. And by doing this over and over again, you eventually reach a state of freedom. Feelings come and go, and you realize that you are not your feelings, but that. The real you is merely witnessing them. Okay, that's mm-hmm. that's really deep. Um, but then I I was on YouTube this morning and I don't know why this video came up and why I clicked on it. But it's if you want to check the video, it's Clark Kegley, five steps to let go, and the, his five steps are a little bit more simple. Step one: What am I feeling? Right, identify the feeling, but again, don't judge it. Sit with it for ten minutes. Don't suppress it don't repress it just be in that feeling and then ask yourself three questions can I allow this feeling? could I let this go and would I let this go mm-hmm. so a, there's there's a lot there there's a lot to pack there but at no point are you uh, tearing yourself down for having this feeling at no point are you running from it or resisting it you're just you're naming it. You're allowing it to be, and then you're letting that feeling go after it's run its course, and you realize mm-hmm. that I'm okay with this feeling, and um, I'm going to move on from this point without this feeling after it's run its course. I think it's it's really interesting. I don't... Even after saying all that, even after reading those chapters and watching that video, I'm still not 100% sure I know how to do it, but mm-hmm. those are supposed to be the steps to do it. Yeah, any, any, Anything in there jump out at you?
1: Well, I mean, it makes me for some reason think about meditation immediately mm-hmm. is when I am wanting and feel like I'm needing a really good meditation, it's the worst meditation. It's because I'm focused on it and I'm wanting it and all that kind of stuff. Whereas if I just do it out of the blue, not really, you know, just more of a mechanical movement instead of highly focused on it, it's way better, you know, and I, I don't know. That's for some reason that popped into my head. But um, I mean, it makes a lot of
0: sense. Have you ever said, I, man, today is so crappy. I need to meditate. And when and then mm-hmm. when you do, you don't get anything out of it. Right. But it's just kind of like this natural, organic thing that you do at some point during the day. It, it can be the most refreshing thing ever, yeah. uh, because you did it. Focus like not necessarily focusing on the right reasons, but not focusing on the wrong reasons either. And yeah. you know, maybe that's the key. You know, you got. I guess you got to let go of the fact that you're meditating. You know, mm-hmm. let go well, of the expectation so of what's supposed to happen.
1: Everything that you do is connected, you know, everyone knows that it's connected. So what you, you know, whether it's your goals, letting go, meditating, um, you know, just being at peace, all those kind of things that happen, they all connect to make the things that you want to happen and things outside of you are constantly working together to do those same things. So that's why you, you can't, you can't look at your outside world and what you can just see in your three, six, nine, you can't just focus solely on that as your proof of what is happening, what is going on because someone somewhere else or something, something else could be occurring. That's going to lead you to your goal. And you were completely unaware of it up until the last moment. Mm-hmm. So It's just, that's why I think letting go is so important because we are programmed to be in control. That is the main thing that our programming does is Mm. control, control, control. Everybody wants to control every piece of their life. They go to school. They want to make this grade. They want to get this job. They want to do this at that job. They want to, you know, like they have all these steps and so many people get through those steps and they're miserable at the end of those steps because they, they, they saw someone else that's goal was to be that thing or do that thing. And they assumed that they would feel the same way that that person feels when they achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a goal has to be tailored towards you. And so many people will say, well, I don't know what my goal is. Well then make the goal, you know, if you, if you don't know what kind of job that you want to do, or if you don't know what kind of just in general thing that you want, then back up and make the goal more, less, you know, more, more, excuse me, (laughs) hold on, less (laughs) focused goals. (laughs) Jesus, somebody help me. Less focused goals. So I was about to witness you just
0: let go completely.
1: (laughs) I thought I was going to let completely go right there in my brain. (laughs) But um, I guess that was wonderful, though. I just let completely go. Yeah. But no, I'm just saying make your your goals less of a focus. And, you know, if you want to move to a new home, maybe not choose – an exact location and focus so hard on that. Maybe just focus on things that you want and maybe there's a better option out there. So anyway, I confused myself with that one. So,
0: No, I think that's good. Can, can a goal be to figure out what your goals are? Oh yeah. Or if you don't like, maybe your goal should be to find out who you are. If you don't know what you're working towards you know
1: well you know i think a lot of people need to ask the question to themselves how true have they been to themselves throughout their life mhm because i know people that are only focused on the things that they like and they're doing what they like and then i know people that are not doing what they like but are high achievers you know
0: yeah i get it
1: so i get it so I think that it's just, you know, are you being true to yourself or not? And are you being true to your inner self or not? And can you let go of the thought processes that have gotten you to the point where you don't want to be if you are where you don't want to be?
0: Become a part of the Unscrewed Mind by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Mind. Also, feel free to email Rusty and I. Our address is unscrewedmind at gmail.com. Tell us what you thought of the show, pitch a subject for a future show, or just say hi. And until next time, stay grateful.